When you listen to Beck and Soda, imagine being at a selected fringe show with an extra 25% off in your pocket thanks to your Bank SA card. TNCs and exclusions apply. Full TNCs at banksa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, Sunshine. How was your weekend? <laughs> Very good, Alan. Hello, this is me you? being a morning person. <laughs> you bri- what, what's fake happened? it till you make it. Hello, uh, Adelaide. I hope everyone is well. Um, this is a very different mm. outlook from you. Oh, but before we go any further, I know mm. what you want to discuss with me and what all of South Australia no, will be talking I about this morning. Do not want to talk the about the Australian's that. disastrous batting collapse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, what were we all out for? Wow. I, I mean, what's you, happened to I the Australian you about cricket to team? Roll out the whole forecast for the week and no, just I'm start get rolling to that, into but I just weather chat. You want to talk cricket? Yeah, first no, when not really. I don't. Anyone, I think anyone who's got interest in sport would be interested in talking cricket at the moment. Yeah. Just get the boys back. We should have a rescue mission. Just get someone into uh, India and just parachute them home because no one wants to be there. No. It's a disaster. They're just playing with the wickets. I mean, I thought, the whole I thought the tail would wag personally, but um, oh, they God. didn't. <laughs> you get any idea what you were talking about then? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, did you have a good weekend? I did. Lots of fringing. It was mm. fun. It was crazy. There were 300 on 30,000. Was yes. that 330,000 people getting around on the fringe? The line to get into the garden on Saturday night was really long. Well, you know there's Very one long. way around that line, of course. Book a show. Yeah. And then you can use your ticket yes. and just walk straight through. It's the best way to do it. And if you're going to go in there, you may as well go and see a show as well as cruise around yeah, and absolutely. all the rides and go and have a little gin or whatever you Fancy. All right, but let's um, let's talk weather today. Oh, Jesus. And I put really? my voice on to do it today. Thirty-five. Yeah. Then yeah. thirty-six, thirty-eight. It's the overnight minimums I want you to listen to Thursday night. Yep. Minimum of twenty-seven, maximum of forty. Friday, minimum of twenty-nine, maximum of forty. Beautiful. I mean, it's yeah. a, I mean it's a single sheet type of weather, isn't it? <laughs> You're not putting a doona on when it's twenty-nine over overnight, are you? What do you sleep in at night? <laughs> what? What do you sleep Very in? Personal yeah. question. What are you wearing? It's a personal to bed. What do you question. sleep in at night time? Well, now when it's really hot, just undies. <laughs> you asked. Now I feel violated. Now I've got a mental okay. picture. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hot tonight at the Riverland as we head down there to take the Garden of Unearthly Delights to the people. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. I think it's hard for us city slickers here in Adelaide if we haven't made that journey to the Riverland yet to really understand what they're going through. So let's take the best of the Garden of Unearthly Delights to the Riverland. The head gardener herself. Good morning, Michelle Buxton. We are hoping we can give everyone one night off and have one good night of Mm. all-round fun. The wonderful Harley Breen is on the line. Thank you for coming along with us. You're absolutely welcome. Bordeaux, the vineyard up there. Thank you very much for taking the time and thinking of the morale and everyone up in the Riverland. Mark Rusciuto. Well done on this. This is a great initiative by you guys and we weren't clever enough to think about it over <laughs> at Triple M. Now Ben is from the Renmark North Cricket Club. You guys probably couldn't have timed the better coming down and coming to help us out. Hopefully be pretty busy behind the barbie. We are taking the last to the locals and you kind of implied that I should be benched. A lot of funny people on the stage and if we've got to get up in between but we've got to keep the vibe going. I once said something during an interview with a comedian and he put my gag in his show. His name is Michael Schaefer and he joins us now. I can confirm this is true and it was probably the funniest joke of my show that what? I performed at the Adelaide Fringe last year. Barb and Jeff run the Kingston on Murray Caravan Park. Barb, how are you feeling? Very, very lost and stressed and it's just 
horrible. John Mannion is a wonderful man. He's the CEO of Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation. Thanks to you guys and, and the fact that you wanted to raise this profile, our wants and wishes to actually look at this over the next two to three years. Mm. That one night of, of laughs actually be really empowering and really supportive. Jared Chaddock joins us on the line. He is the boss of West End. The Riverland is a heartland for us. This is about the community. We have been able to pull together $50,000 for this program. One of the funny people joining us, Dave Thornton, is with us. Some of my jokes fall a little flat. I dated a ghost once. What? He didn't have very much substance and I could see right through him. <laughs> it was a pretty long run up. I'm not going to lie. Beck, bless your cotton socks. Hasn't the Riverland been through enough? I mean... It's the Tom Gleeson Breakfast Show. I've joined SAFM. How exciting is this? Management rang me up and they said, we need someone with a national profile. <laughs> I thought it was just like professional comedian. <laughs> Beck's just going to, what, read a headline. I don't think you should do jokes. <laughs> you should just do opinions, political opinions. They love that. I'm back at Channel 10, actually. Do you yeah. want me to put in a good word yeah, for you? Yeah, Taskmaster. I can get you back on 10. Maybe I could just be in your studio audience. Oh, really? You just cut you to me and I'd go, you. Yeah. Fuck, I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah, just don't do jokes, though, when you're in the audience. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. You can still get your tickets. There you go. Make sure you get along tonight. Yes. It is going to be absolutely humming. Just while we were listening to that journey so far, thank you to everyone that's been involved. Mm. Um, a huge thank you to John Mannion from Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation. You heard Jared Shaddock from West End yeah. there. They're throwing in 50 grand. So tonight is about one night of fun and enjoyment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But... But we obviously realise that one night uh, is not enough, that uh, the, the scars from the floods are going to last for a lot longer. So we mm. want to put in place some mental health infrastructure for the next so few years. So the next two to three years, and yeah. thanks to West End and to the Masonic Foundation, we are working with the Riverland and with Breakthrough to create a infrastructure to look after the mental health of the community. We'll mm. be up there tonight to launch all that as well. So what we want to do is make sure that in some small way, us folk down here in yeah. the city can head up there and help everyone really try and recover from what is just an horrific, horrific mm. situation. Uh, we've been talking about how we're going to head up to the Riverland tonight. Uh, we've got a big mental health program going yeah. on as well, which is going to be awesome for everyone up there. Uh, 13, 10, 16, give us a call at any time. Kerry ann is on the line. Morning, how are you doing? Uh, very good, thank you. How are you? We are excellent, thanks, Kerry ann Kerri-Ann, have you been listening to our conversations about what's happening in the Riverland? Yeah, I have. I used to live in the Riverland, so I'm a little bit passionate about these guys. I contacted my workplace. I work yeah. for Easy Auto 123 in Myland. Mm -hmm. And we have um, some charity money available that some, some customers have donated with charity cleans on their cars before purchase. And we've also, you know, you have casual days at work. So we've got a bit of a kitty there and we'd like to donate $1,000 of that kitty towards your mental health program, Soda. Oh, Kerry Ann, that is absolutely bloody fantastic and generous of you. Sensational. So we're Easy Auto One Two Three. Yep, Easy Auto One Two Three in Myland, and a lot of that money comes from our customers as well. So yeah. they you know, anything they put towards their charity cleans on their cars before they pick them up. That's that's where the money comes from. Thank you so much, Kerry Ann. So yeah, that money will go towards uh, implementing years of um, mental health support for the Riverland residents. So thank you so much. Very kind. No, very happy to help. Kerry Ann, whereabouts did you live in the Riverland? Uh, I lived in uh, Renmark and Berry for a little bit. So right. I I did have a business there for a while. I worked, um, well, I owned the Wendy's in the Renmark Plaza for a little while. So okay. I understand the ups and downs of business working in a in a regional location, and they've been hit pretty hard. So. And I imagine Kerry Ann, you would have spent many times at the river there. You can only, I suppose, empathise better than we can even about what it must be like with them at the moment for everyone there. Yeah, it's it's 
pretty sad, but they're, they're all pretty resilient people. They'll bounce. We just mm-hmm. need to be able to get offer help where we can. You're a treasure, Carrie anne Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, brilliant. Great. Love so that good. generosity. Sensational. Thousand bucks. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Yesterday, I took a 10-year-old Felix, 7-year-old Sienna, and 6-year-old Otis and one of Felix's buddies into the garden. Right? thought, first weekend, we're going to go and get on some rides, yeah. maybe go and see a show. So I said to them, right, you can pick a few rides each. Now, Beck, I've talked to this about this before. I do not like rides. No. I think it's an age thing. I've got some sort of vestibular imbalance in my head. Um, and I <laughs> look, I even struggle on a hammock nowadays, and I'm not joking. <laughs> Essentially, I cannot do it. Um, so what, you know, I suppose my upper limit now, think merry-go-round and Ferris wheel. Yeah, Although cute. the Ferris wheel presents its problems because I've got a fear of heights as well. So right. once you put all that together You're and package it. complicated cat, aren't Absolutely you? struggling. So I said to the kids, go for it. You tell me what you want to go on. You can go on heaps with them. Have fun. Go crazy. So the, the two boys, Felix and his mate, the 10-year-old, Sienna Seven, they were pretty good to go on anything. They yeah. like the scary stuff. So they're picking the kamikaze and the hard rock and all these yeah. crazy things. Six-year-old Otis can't meet the height requirements oh, for a lot of those. Him. Poor little bugger. So I'd strategically align myself with him. So think dodge him cars and ghost Perfect. trains. Yeah, nice. Ghost train was a waste of time because he closed his eyes the whole time in it. So he didn't get the scare <laughs> with these. brush stuff across your face? Some blokes jumping out the side with a clown oh. mask on. I nearly backed no. one out. <laughs> I was that oh, no, nervous. Thank you. And Otis is sitting in there. At the end, we get out and his eyes are still tightly closed. <laughs> and I go, you can open them now, mate. And he had not seen a thing. Anyway, so I was going okay with all of that. The kids were running around, enjoying themselves. Mm. The world was beautiful. Chock-a-block. Mm. Have a little lunch break. The kids go for the nuggets and the fairy floss. Yep. I went over. You know that Cornstar oh, cart? Yes. I do like the name. Mm. Um, yeah, the Cornstar, you get corn on a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd put down my corn and that sort of thing. So we go, all right. Round two, you've got one more go to go on to the rides. Okay? Back to the haunted house. So I just had the eyes closed again. Did you anyway. just speak in the third person? Oh, no, Otis. I thought you said soda. Sorry. Otis, mate. <laughs> I thought he, you said soda. Back on the you, haunted house. I thought you'd started talking in the third person. Had another round of dodging cars. And then the others are going nuts. Anyway, Sienna walks back and she's really, really upset. And I said, what's the matter, love? And she said, well, she went over to the kamikaze. They let her on the first time with the height. But then the second time, they must have changed the people on the ride. And they said, no, you just a couple of centimetres short. Mm. So she was shattered. Uh-huh. And she had one ride left and said, well, Dad, I want to go on something. You know, I've had one less ride than everyone. Mm. Went, right. And I said, well, pick one. I'll go on one with you. And I thought, oh, God. Why? She pointed to this thing called the Matterhorn. The Matterhorn's been around since. It's horrendous, right? Yeah. And she goes, we go on it. You sit on it in a little two-carriage thing. It yeah. spins around and around. So anyway, I hop on the Matterhorn with her. And I'm cuddling her and this thing is flying. The carts are going up and down. My head and the ears, the imbalance is going crazy. And I'm thinking I'm in massive trouble here. (laughs) I'm holding on to her for dear life and she's screaming with joy. And I'm just going, get me off, get me off. Anyway, it stops. And she goes, oh, that was good, wasn't it? I said, yeah, yeah, really good. Let's have off. She goes, it's halfway, Dad. It now goes (laughs) backwards. So by the time it's going backwards and we're swinging around... There's screaming from her of joy, screaming of me in absolute mm. fear. We get off it and there's no doubt my face had changed to an ashen colour. Yeah. And you know when you start to get that dry mouth and you've got the sweats? Yeah. And I'm going, we've got to go. We're exiting the garden, walking up Rundle Street and I'm going, I'm not good here, guys. I'm, not, I'm really, really struggling. And I started to get the shakes. So out near the front gate, I've had to lean up against the no. fence and I started vomiting no! as people were coming into the park. But you've got to remember what I'd had for lunch. At 5.30 in the evening. You've got to remember what I had for lunch. Corn. I had corn coming out of my mouth 
And then I got that stuck and they're going, Dad, Dad, are you okay? And I'm going, oh, yeah. And then the corn kernels were coming out of my no, nose. So much. for anyone that was going past, mm. I apologise. I quickly got the kids in the car. We're driving back and I'm still coughing mm. and I'm just going. Oh, <laughs> oh stop it. I'm... Anyway, I've sat there and I've sneezed. <laughs> And the corn has shot out of my oh, nostrils so gross. hard that it is littered all over the <laughs> Those floor. Poor people, no one's ever going to want to go there. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. That's a big responsibility, taking the laughs to the locals, yeah. especially when the locals have been doing it bloody tough in the Riverland. But we've got the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Michelle Buxton and her crew have said, come on, let's get in a bus. Let's go and have a wonderful night at Renmark Oval. Taking the laughs to local means, Rebecca Morse, there's enormous pressure on you to be cool. funny. Why is the pressure on me? Why, are you not going to be funny? Yeah, that's fine. We know that. That's a given. Oh! Dave Thornton joins us. The bulletproof male ego, Thorno. Now, Thorno's appearing at the Thorno's game here. and coming tonight. Thank you. Rescue me, Dave, now, please. Oh, I just want to give you some confidence, Soda. You obviously need it. Oh, <laughs> oh, Men no. in media, such shy little flowers. Oh. Um, <laughs> Dave, we, we had a chat with you last week and we presented the problem that Beck, very talented woman across so many areas in the world, <laughs> but... Sometimes the jokes fall a little flat and, and you've come to rescue things here. Yeah, look, I'm a fan of basketball. I don't know if you know Ben Simmons. He's a player mm. that just refuses to shoot. And you're like, how can you be a basketballer and refuse to shoot? You're going to be a stand-up comedian who doesn't know how to tell a joke. So this is like very similar. <laughs> Beck, is your, are you getting up going to throw out some barbs? I haven't got my set yet. Mm. And I've decided not to go with original material. I'm just going to Google stuff. What? Yeah, no. Thorno, we've played um, jokes to you before, Beck. Here's another one. Just to get your feedback on it. Um, if, they, if God didn't want us to eat pig, then why did he make it taste like bacon? You know, I heard that joke. It's not really <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, feelings? The silence is just crippling, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Is, it? it is you just go inside yourself it's going, oh, no. Debilitating. <laughs> like, you feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. But, and, and then hearing you go, but, but, to me, to me, to me, to me. It's just, like, you, I don't know. Have you ever died on stage is as it, a comedian? Never. <laughs> now, moving on. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm here performing at the Fringe Beck. Why would you ask that question? Why would you ask that? It's the greatest show of all time. Of all time. People throw underwear up before I've spoken. Do you understand? That's how good it goes. Dave, can I ask, because when you have to source your material and you've got to look at the world, yeah. is it is it observational that you do or do you try and then craft your jokes? I mean, is there some area that we can handball some help to it? No, no, like there's no help. You need natural talent, don't you? You got it or you haven't? All right, can I test another one on you that I'm thinking of oh, that dear. I just found when I when I Googled world's best dad jokes? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, man, I just say I just respect you persevering for it. Resilience. To whoever stole my copy of Microsoft Office, I will find you. You have my word. <sighs> you don't like words? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like yeah, word document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, mate. You know we what, got it. You know what it's like when I'm listening to a joke? It's like watching your partner put together IKEA furniture and there's a piece missing and they're just holding an Allen key going, this hasn't worked out well at all. And you're like, yeah, I know. Every time. I know. Every time. Right, this coffee table's not looking good. SAFM's Beck and Soda. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. 
Yeah, Bexoda and Thorno joining us this morning. Who's heading up in the bus? Oh my gosh, are we going to play I Spy? <laughs> Can we? That's actually the funniest thing you've said. Dave laughed. I was going to say, I'm a state away from my four and six year old. Absolutely <laughs> not that I am doing that. Oh, okay. All right, we'll take roadies instead. Um, yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> no. Nice backup. Very nice backup. This is going to be brilliant. There'll be thousands of people at Renmark Oval today. You can still get up there. Just give us a little register at safm.com.au. Tickets are free. It is going to be a fantastic evening for people that have been doing the bloody tough. Dave, you've kicked off your season at the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Your show's called Chatter. Um, how insane was the crowd over the weekend in the garden? Mate, it was nuts. Like, there was people absolutely mm. everywhere. Mm. And how's this for a confidence build? On Saturday night, I'm walking into the show. There was, I don't know how many people my show can fit, 600, whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And, uh, <laughs> Capacity. Standing room only. Yeah, please. And they're all lined up. <laughs> Woman, because fair enough, everyone's still finding their feet over the first weekend. The girl who's letting them all in, oh. I stroll up and she goes, Get it, mate, you got tickets for day four? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, my profile's going really well here. <laughs> and, and it's hard when that dynamic of an audience has shifted where they're like, Ah, the performer's a loser. And people then were ripping me in the line. I was like, It's going to go well. Is the, the show posted not just doing its job around town like she couldn't even work out who you were? No, evidently not, mate. Did you have a Brutal. lanyard? I did have a lanyard, if I've got to be honest. I had everything on me. I think I was walking along with my poster as well. It's just still like, nah. Holding on the stick. But you know, you know that's not the worst heckle I've ever had. Because, yes, you get heckles. Mm. I'm sure Becky won't tonight. <laughs> just crickets. Just maybe I'll get a slow, sympathetic clap. Oh, like Dennis Lilly off the long run in the old days. We're, we're going to a gin distillery for lunch beforehand. I think the comics are going to heckle you on the drive up. But... This is because you understand in a comedy room, you go, okay, it's occupational health and safety. It's going to happen probably. Of course. But then <laughs> this was the worst one because it was free range. It was just on the street when I just oh, wasn't really? ready for it. Because back in Melbourne, I used to do your jobs actually mm. back in Melbourne. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, Condolences. You can... <laughs> Thank you, Vic. And you know the middle of the day is usually when you trough a bit because you're just walking yeah. around thinking, bit well, well, I've been up a bit. Yeah. And uh, I was walking on the street. This car slowed down. Because I remember just seeing that in my peripheral, just thinking, that's going quite slow. Yeah. And as it slowed down, before I even clocked who this driver was, I still don't know who it was. They just leaned out the door and said, not funny, and then drove off. What a drive-by. That is good. It destroyed me. It doesn't even need any thought. It's just so very, very simple. Yeah. When you're a comedian. Cool, that's going to haunt my dreams. Thank you. It's because you're still talking yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey. Well, How many you'll be years very... ago was that, though? Probably five or six. It's still there. Look at the scars. We just ripped the band-aid off. You're up, mate. You're Not up. funny. <laughs> No, he's very funny. I know. So go and see Dave face, Thornton oh. at the Garden of Unearthly Well, I know comedy and I think you're funny. <laughs> oh, no. That's that is so the worst. worst. And we just That's saw the, the bloke doll. driving past five years ago was a prick. Why don't we just get them? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, right. Okay, so follow. you can follow the bus journey and the night I tonight. I was going to say you can follow the bus. God, help us, please. Uh, for the Riverland Garden yes. Party, yeah. uh, the SAFM socials, Insta and Facebook. So check that out. Yeah. Have a great night tonight. Yes. Come it's going to be awesome. To everyone in the Riverland, we can't wait to get up there yeah. and see you. Um, Dave Thornton, strap yourself in. Um, and in all seriousness, this yeah. is your night off the garden and you've given yeah. it up to, yeah. to go and visit the Riverland. It's very kind of you. Oh, thank you, mate. But after what you've said, I've got to go to HR. <laughs> this is no good. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Just another mum fail Monday. Mum fail.
Monday. We have a family um, group message going with okay. myself, my husband, and our three children. That we all have a group chat. Does Frankie have a phone? Frankie at 11 does have a phone, mm. which is not ideal, but she sometimes catches the bus home from school. So it's right. meant to be for communication oh, no, purposes. I, I think that's fine. Yeah. I would imagine because, uh, like you're saying, for communication yeah. purposes, is it full access? Well, yeah. Well, we've had this conversation. She's on. She's also on TikTok and, and spends a lot of yeah. time on TikTok. Okay. Anyway, I've already failed in that area. That's not why <laughs> no, I no, found I was just wondering because you said you've all got a group chat. Mm. And I'm thinking, does everyone yeah. have that access? So I usually use it to take photos of mess in the house. So I'll go into the bathroom <laughs> and take the picture of a towel on the floor and go, who is this? this? Oh, pick it up. really? Yeah, I'm so that you're not using yeah. it for communication. You're well, using it to try little, and it, it delegate some responsibility. For communication, but I use it as an angry form of like, this is a pigsty, please mm. clean it up. When are the kids going to check or out of the app? reminders, like, you know, you've got, you know, you've got, remember you've got netball oh. after school. It's, 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 it's not, we don't share fun memes. <laughs> why don't you use it as chat. a tool to connect with your children rather than be a Well, that's crazy why this segment's mum. called Mum Fail. <laughs> not <Yeah>. Fun Mum, <laughs> because I'm not that. Yeah. Can we anyway. have a Fun Mum Friday just to help you change your Grace disposition? Grace our group chat on the weekend to summons us to a family meeting, oh, which she's never done before. I like someone being the mum of the house. <laughs> and it was because we have a rather large pile that's been growing on top of the washing machine. In fact, I've created a little box for this pile, and it is the odd sock pile. Sometimes I go through it and I just randomly chuck a couple out to make it look smaller. <laughs> so her text to the group chat on Saturday at 9.12. Uh, everyone, clear your schedule. Sunday night, we're sorting odd socks at 8 p.m. Sharp. (laughs) Really? She got so sick of seeing those odd socks pile up and no one take responsibility. Not that it's necessarily a mother's role in the laundry, but I'm the one who created the odd sock box. She got so sick of it that she scheduled a family meeting at 8 p.m. sharp and I didn't turn up to the meeting. (laughs) Why not? I was having dinner at a friend's house. I missed the odds. You're kidding me. So the socks are still all piled up in the box. Yeah, I wasn't there, so the meeting didn't happen. So we've still got a big odd sock. What is going box. on? I might just spin them. Yeah. But there are, I might just spin them. Are there some that you think have a future that there, there could some, be the friend well, there are somewhere? Some school socks that are kind of new. Why don't you just join them together with the other school yeah. socks and then? Well, just if I had a pair, there. they wouldn't be in the odd sock box. They That's would be paired up. Yes. Anyway, so she uh, has basically taken over the household laundry sorting chore. So we want to know on 131060 the household job that your child has taken over. Well, have you delegated? What do you, what responsibility do you delegate to them? Well, they take it. Oh, she, she, didn't, she just took it because she no, knew I was incapable. I'd love to know what sort of responsibility your kids can take yeah. on because I'm going to navigate through that at mm. 10, 7 and 6-year-olds. They have essentially no responsibility at this yeah. point. Make them into little slaves. My 19-year-old has got sick of my inaction over the odd socks and she has uh, taken over the sorting of the odd socks. In fact, she scheduled a uh, family meeting Good. in order to sort them and I didn't turn up. I boycotted it. I went on strike. Yeah, well, uh, you know what? At least she's actually taking some control. You need a bit of law and order in your house mm. because it sounds like there is none. Oh, we're, we're a free-range family. I'm raising okay. free-range chickens. Um, so we asked on 131060, what is the household job that your kid has taken over? Danny in Old Norlonga, how does it work in your place? Um, so it's not really they've taken over. They've always had their own routine, their own chores and stuff cool. like that. So they all do their own washing. Right. Um, so they wash it, they dry it, they hang it out, and they have to do it once a week. If you don't remember, well, I guess I haven't got clean clothes. Danny, this is awesome. <laughs> At what age do they start that? 
Um, so I started them when they were uh, 15, 13 and 11. Okay, so from 11 years of age, doing yep. your own washing. Yep. I don't know how to use the washing machine. It's not rocket science. It's just got good. a play button on it. They know how to use a phone. That's good. <laughs> Absolutely, Danny. Don't you worry about it. I love that. Well done. And they do the dishes as well. They all take turns. And it's to the point now where like, they know if there's dishes that are dry on the bench, they'll go and put them away. Great. Or they'll see that the dishwasher's um, done, so they'll go and empty it. Initiative. Oh. It's all and I ask for. And they do their for. bathroom once a week. Oh, wow. oh my God. That's so incredible. Danny. So Danny's essentially retired now because <laughs> she doesn't have anything to do. That is brilliant. Eliza, how old are you? I'm 10 years old. Oh, Eliza, I'm excited already because I know you must be doing something wonderful. What do you do around the home? I do the recycling and the compost. That is awesome. So what does that involve you doing? It involves me doing once or twice a week, taking down the compost and putting it in the green bin and doing the bottles into the shed and putting the recycling into the recycling bin. Good girl. Eliza, that is brilliant. Congratulations. That is sensational. And important jobs for the future of the planet that you will inhabit after Auntie Beck and Uncle Soderer. Pushing up worms in the garden. Which you'll be looking after because you're putting the compost out. <laughs> yes, that's right. Fantastic, Eliza. Leanne in Blakeview. Uh, what jobs does your son do around the house? Well, we're both, I, both, I work as a disability worker and my husband is an ex-veteran um, and he is the most amazing boy. He cooks, he loves to cook dinners and he also does the watching and folds it up for me He's the most amazing 12-year-old that I could ask for and does the backyard as well. Oh, Leanne, Aww. what's his name? His name is Samuel. You Sammy, you little superstar. I love the fact. Now, is this something that you had to push him into and he accepted it uh, or, you know, no, did it take a bit of persuasive just, work? No, he just does it. Like, I couldn't ask, like, I couldn't ask for a better boy. Like, Aww. his grades are fantastic and he's just, like, a superstar, like... <laughs> Oh. We've got the most amazing kid. Um, well, done. well, that yeah. must mean you're an amazing mum. He's right mom. next to me. He's right next to me. So he's can, can, got a you, red face. can you put Sam on for a minute? Would that be okay? Yeah, yeah just put him on. Let me have a chat Hello. to him. Hi, Sam. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm going good. Thank you. That's right. Now, mum said you love, to, you love to cook dinner. What's your favourite thing? What's your signature dish? Oh, I like to cook my own pasta with its own sauce and everything. Oh. What's in the sauce? I can't tell you that to Samuel's secret sauce. Samuel, that is absolutely brilliant. Look, yes. what we're going to do for you. Oh, we'd love to send you along to AFL Max. Samuel, go and have a, a night oh, off from the cookie. Okay. <laughs> there you go, Samuel. Well done, mate. Good. Uh, thank you. See you, mate. Oh, what a little master chef. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. All right, if you're not in your car, if you're at home, you might be making school lunches, getting the kids up, having brekkie yourself. Just stop what you're doing. Pick your phone up. Search for Kendall Jenner on Instagram. Scroll through to the fourth picture in Mm. the recent post. I'm going to show you this picture now, Mark Soderstrom. She is, for a start... Wearing a bikini that looks like it's made out of a few pieces of black string. Now, I know that makes me sound old, and this is not body shaming. It's more comfort shaming for me. There's basically one strip of 
fabric, a string. It's a yeah. G-string, but the G-string is right up her clacker. That's got to be uncomfortable. Isn't that what G-strings are for, though? Mm. Isn't yeah, that what they do? Yeah, but the uh, G-strings for me are to wear under active wear so I don't get a VPL. They're not to be in bathers where I would be uncomfortable. At what point did it become, now I might sound like a bit of an old man no, as I well No, I think we're here, both sounding old here. At <laughs> what point did it become acceptable for like... 12, 13, 14-year-old girls Ooh. to be wearing G-string bikinis because over summer, no matter where, sometimes we'll sneak mm-hmm. down to Henley if we go across. Yeah. I love going to Port Norlunga because it's got the reef mm-hmm. and the jetty for mm-hmm. a bit of fun. Yeah. The amount of young kids getting around, I actually feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is a new it's phenomenon. A, it is I just a new noticed phenomenon. it this summer. Yeah, it, it's a comfort thing for me. Also, I just think I just think there are parts of my body that no one needs to see and my butt cheeks are two of them. But the controversy is not about the bikini. The controversy is about whether she has photoshopped her right hand that she's propping herself up with. And I'm sorry that no one's hand actually must have. No one's hand looks like that. It looks like the foot of a greyhound. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not right. That's not, not a hand. Oh. That's not her hand. It must be so perfectly on. It It, it looks like a deer's leg. It d- what is I going on with like that? a little, like, puck. Puppy. Anyway, her bestie Hayley Bieber has made a joke about it. They've made a joke TikTok where she's actually filmed herself showing Kendall's hand to say, No, that's how her hand looks. Sitting here analyzing, look how bizarre her hand looks normally. This is live, live footage of the live. hand. Live footage of the hand. <laughs> no, it does. Her hand looks like some sort but, of. Uh, so the point is, if foot. she has stretched her hand, it means that she's been trying to stretch or change another part of her body in the photo, which is not at all healthy because she's got a perfect body. Um, but it's, it, it made me think, though, that we probably, in the interest of um, being honest to our listeners, um, confess that our. Um, imagery on SAFM of you and I actually has been photoshopped Absolutely also. Absolutely it has. Um, 100%. They had to photoshop your teeth to make them less white. <laughs> no. And that is no that is word actually, of a lie. No, that is, that is a lie. <laughs> and I'll tell you why that's yeah, a lie. Okay. Can come in here, Flack. We're going to bring our boss in. And I'll tell you exactly why that's a lie. Why? Can you just turn this microphone yeah, on, JB? Yeah, yeah, Can you yeah. come over here, please, Flack? Well, I don't know what Now, I'll tell you exactly what's happened. It, it, the lie is not that my teeth... <laughs> were dulled down because mm-hmm. they're too white. Flack, this actually came back. Now, Beck, you don't know this. You're about to find this out right now. <laughs> Good morning, oh Flack, God. the well, boss. Flack, hello. Not you rang me after <laughs> they do the photos you and you said, we've got an issue. Isn't this true? What did they say? Uh, they said, um, we're going to have to... Um, Brighten your teeth to bring them. My up. teeth. <laughs> oh, this, this yellow teeth will also be here. That's what they said. Oh, so Flack said to me. He said. Flack rang me, and he said we have an issue. He said your teeth are so white because yeah, clearly they're not mine. Natural. He said what we either got to do is dull yours down, mm. or we have to brighten Beck's <laughs> so that they don't look like she's oh, been wow. drinking four cans of coke and smoking <laughs> twenty packs of dark. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Ugh, you're unbelievable. Rightio, um, hey, off the top of your head, can you remember what the temperatures are going to be this week? I know uh, 35, 35 today. 36, something, something, 40, 40. 40, 40. Friday, 40, 40. Right, so it's going to be absolutely steamy and baking. Ooh. What we need you to do, just to get your mind working to start the morning, uh, pun believable, this is where we're going to get a movie title and make the movie hot. Yeah. 
Okay, so just get a bit, uh, a little bit lateral with your thing. You got something for us? Well, I've got some of my least funny ones now. Hang on, let me yeah, give you everybody. my crappiest. Yeah. You know yeah, tonight, I'll work up to the good ones. You know tonight, you have a big challenge where we are on stage at the Riverland and we yes. are introducing some of the greatest yes, I know. comedians I've got in the butterflies country. Butterflies in my stomach. The laughs to the locals, Beck. Okay, that's right. So you can't sit there and go, "I'll give you some of my unfunny right. ones." Can you give me a decent one now, just to tell, no, talk no, about I, how we make a movie hot? Some go. like it really hot. That's the name That's of the, the movie. Name of no, it was just something like a hot. I made it really hot. Oh, my dear. Um, okay, this is... Um, oh, God. And I also just substituted hot in a few, like... The, no. no. What about this? The Hot Mermaid. No, mate. No, mate. That's not making a movie hot. No. That's just putting a hot in the movie. Don't. That's like saying The Hot Lion King. The Hot oh, Jungle Book. Because I had... Oh, finding Jack. Hot Nemo. Yeah. My Jack. God. Jack Nicholson in As Hot As It Gets. Oh, no. No. No, 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 That's no. all I've got. A couple hot of... Wonder Woman. No, that's not how we play the game. 13... Te- she is quite... Do there was her name, Gail Gatto. You're unbelievable. Some days, Mondays, you just fly out of the blocks and you know it's going to be a really, really great week, don't you? Because your mind's just out there. So we've asked today to uh, get your mind thinking laterally, make a movie hot given the heat wave we're about to get through. Uh, we've, we've challenged. This has been tough. You, I've never seen yeah, you struggle you're, you're so much. You, you usually are have a long list. Normally we just sit there this morning and just go bang, 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 bang. Uh, I am really, really struggling here, but I'm happy to uh, roll out. A bit of Beck Morse to start and put the pressure on you. What have you got for All us? All right, make a movie, make a movie hot. hot. 13, 10, 60 yes. if you've got one. Yes. Instead of the A-team, the A-steam. That's good. That's Thank good. You. See? Thank I you. like that. Oh, <laughs> shock. All right. Well done. Producer Nicole, what do you got? Um, well, I think I've taken your brain today, Soda. Yes. I've got Cloudy with a chance of sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss Burning Hot Sunshine. Yeah. And Melted Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> like Napoleon is in the ice cream. No, Neapolitan. that's Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Neapo- melting Neapolitan dynamite would have been Get good. Get out! Yeah. Get out! All right. Um, Napoleon <laughs> like the ice cream. For a minute there, I'm thinking, oh, I don't know that flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Producer Rach. Rach. Mm, I've done a Beckmorse and just put the word hot. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, God help us. Yes. Oh, the no. hot father. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, how come she's allowed to get a thing for that? Because well, hot rhymes with God. God no. No. Uh, actually, can you give that a proper? Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, what about ground hot day? Okay, better. Better. No. Oh, dear. I have one more, which is not great. Singing in the sun. Oh, I had that. That's good. Oh, okay. Um, right, you okay. know that Stuart Little is one of my favourite go-to's for this. What about Stuart hot in this jumper with my fur? What? Can I just ask, is there somebody listening in that can rescue this? 13, 10, 60. Can you make a movie hot? JB, what do you got? Uh, top temp gun. Yeah. Top good. temp gun. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Reservoir hot dogs. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. All right. What good. about um, the one with all those little penguins that dance? Happy Heat. That's good. You happy with that? Yeah. Um, and Harry Hotter. And the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel like I got a McDonald's encouragement award there. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Give us a call. Oh, hang on. Hey, hey, Flax rocked in. If anyone, way. if anyone deals with the heat well, it's our man. Quite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, short, chubby, and redhead. So oh, come on, mate. Burn hey. really easily. <laughs> You're not that short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on. Oh, you know what I'm really worried? This team is cooked and it's only Monday. Exactly. Okay, to 40 this what week. Come on. Um, heat the Fockers. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Th- I'm sorry, it? that's all I've got. No, okay. Oh, what about um, instead of Strictly Ballroom, 
Strictly hot balls. <laughs> <laughs> or instead of strictly ballroom, can you have sweaty ballroom? <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those, but damn it, they're close. My head hurts, so it must be time for the Riddle Man. Yeah, this here. is uh, this is a beauty, I reckon. This yeah. will get you going. I don't yeah. want to pump it up too quickly, but it's not bad. Uh, 131060, give us a call if you'd like some ticks to mm. the flicks. Okay, Rebecca Morse, are you ready? No. Have you got your, hurt my little head. Have you got your notepad? I've got a, no, I've got a pen and a piece okay, of paper. Okay, here we go. Right. right. Go. A newborn baby falls out of a window of a 20-story building, yet the baby survives. How is this possible? Right? Falls out and survives. Yes, Rebecca Morse, how is this possible? What are you thinking? 20-storey building. Baby falls out of a window of a 20-storey building, yet the baby survives. How is this possible? What are you thinking? It's a real lateral thinking thing. I'm like, That's was, the whole the win- point was, of the riddles. was the window closed, but then it couldn't have fallen out? Yep. Was the newborn baby, did the newborn baby have wings? No, that's a very good question. It's not you an angel. You specified that. No. A newborn baby with no wings. 13, 10, 16. Very good. A newborn baby that is completely human with zero wings and no ability to fly or levitate. It is not baby David Copperfield. Okay. How on earth is this baby able to survive? It's a Lego building. No, but that, I, I like your thinking. Thank now you. you're starting to get out of I'm your trying. comfort zone. Okay. No, it's a real baby, and it it's is a, real a genuinely real building. Okay? okay. Let's right. uh, head over to Nathan at Golden Grove. Nathan, what do you reckon? You got any questions? No, but I'm thinking uh, that the baby's still inside the mother. No, but geez, I like that too. Well done, mate. That's a very, very oh, good yeah. lateral thinking because potentially if the baby, fe- if the mother fell, yeah, the baby could um, still survive. The mother may pass Not away, a great but the baby day could for survive. Mom. No. No, but no. that is not the answer. But Nathan, I love that. That is really good. All right, what else are you thinking, Beck? Oh, that's all I've got. You got well. What, I've, I've, I don't know. I've, what, um, what did they land on? They landed. Um, they I don't landed. Know. The, a, a, fi- a, a hot fireman caught the baby. No. <laughs> that's all you got. That's all I've got. Rightio. Well, let's. Um, Start taking some calls. Yeah, well, you tell me. Here we go, 13, 10, oh. 60. Right, Chris, let's Crystal. go. Crystal. Crystal, good morning to Crystal. Good morning. All right, Crystal, what do you reckon? He fell on a balcony. No, no but good thinking, fine. Crystal. I love it. Right, didn't that, fall on a balcony. That wouldn't be a lot of fun either, though. No, absolutely. <laughs> let's go, uh, Chris from Golden Grove. Okay, Chris, tell us right now. A baby falls out of a, 20, a window of a 20-story building, yet survives. How is this possible, Chris? Uh, the baby's on the ground floor. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Perfect. There you oh, go. he didn't say that it fell oh, from the 20th yeah. story. No, I just, you just said, said a baby falls out of a window of a 20-story oh, building. Oh, good. You see, good Chris, work, that wasn't Chris. that hard, was it? No, it wasn't. I got it straight away. There you go. <laughs> but that was the only one I ever got straight away. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Mate, you're going to the movies, Chris. You have a wonderful day. Perfect. Thanks, mate. Good yeah, on you, buddy. Okay. Well so, so obvious when you know the answer, <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. A new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.